Hello everybody, welcome to what is, I guess, now the first episode of my kind of redefined podcast series, which I am labeling as Pandas Cast. Um, you can tweet at me on Twitter with the hashtag at Pandas Cast, one word, the plural of pandas is a Z. Or you can tweet suggestions of things you want me to talk about. With, uh, at pistols for pandas it'll be in the description somewhere I'll I'll make sure it's linked there anyways the idea behind this show I guess it's the show is to basically I'm just gonna talk about whatever the heck I I really feel like so uh, it could be video game related, books, movies, music. I had a list of things that I was all going to make sure I mentioned. Esports, maybe. Who knows? Space. Any topic. There'll be some that I just won't talk about. Uh, but most topics, I think, are probably fair games. So if there's anything that you would like me to talk about, here, get my thoughts on. Please do not hesitate to contact me on or tweet at me with an idea or post in the comments of my Facebook with an idea. Uh, I might not be able to get to all of them, but I will probably be able to do some of them. Uh, we'll see. I plan on releasing these. My hope is once a week, but I am gonna be a little less optimistic in my hope for this and I'm gonna say that every other week I think will be enough with my schedule right now so look for one I guess today is the second so probably the next one will be on the 16th I may end up doing one next week um, but we'll have to see exactly how busy I get. Anyways, today's topic of this first episode, I was trying to figure out exactly what I wanted to do. I was thinking I might do kind of a review slash thoughts on uh, a new game I've been playing, which is called The Witness, which was just released actually not too long ago let's see if i can figure out it was yeah it was actually released on the 26th of january so like two weeks um it's developed by thecla incorporated um they have apparently it's the same guy behind braid and a couple other games i was thinking about I was thinking about doing that, but I think I'm going to save that for another week. Maybe I'll do that next week. So I have some uh, things I want to make sure I mention there. Um, this week, I'm going to talk about Kerbal Space Program, so I'll probably end up... Uh, divulging into how awesome space is 
Anyways, Kerbal Space Program officially was released, I guess, April 27th, 2015, developed by Squad. It is currently their only game that they have. I do not know if they are planning on making more games, as they are still very much in development of Kerbal Space Program. Quick thought, this, ge this game is freaking amazing if you're into any sorts of simulator type things, if you're into engineering projects, that sort of thing. If you're into space, space flight, anything to do with that, you'll probably enjoy it. Um, it you can get tons of mods, tons of mods, there's lots available. Um, they do anything from, there's a lot of really good mods which are good for in-game information that isn't displayed in the base game, extra parts for your spaceships, um, all sorts of graphical, increased graphical capabilities, oh man, all sorts of, sorts of crazy things, life support mods. Um, basically the idea is there's, oh, I guess I should talk about the game, there's three game modes, there's sandbox where you have just everything unlocked, you can just build whatever you want, do whatever you want. Uh, and then there is the science mode, in which you do different things which will give you science. So like taking the temperature in outer space will get you a certain amount of science. And then after you've had a certain amount of science, you can unlock more parts which allow you to do more. And then there's career mode, which basically has you running a space program where you can basically you can get on different um, oh not really quests but contracts that you can take on that'll get you money in science and then you can unlock more parts using the science and everything you do costs money and you can upgrade the various aspects of your your space center like the launch pad and the building bay, things like that. So basically what you do is it's probably easiest in career mode because at least the contracts give you some sort of uh, quest line or something to do, something to strive for. Uh, a lot of people just make up their own as they go through. Uh, they're just doing the sandbox mode. They'll just be like, okay, I'm going to try and go here. But basically you have a bunch of parts you throw together a, a spaceship and then you try and fly to any or i guess fly i guess you can try and go to many of the various locations around the kerbal kerbal universe kerbal galaxy i guess it's probably more accurate within the kerbal Kerbin, Kerbal system, I guess. The, their sun is called Kerbal, so it is, I guess, the Kerbal system. It's a solar system. There are seven planets. Uh, Moho, Eve, Kerbin, which is their Earth analogous one. Duna, Dresjul, and Elu. Many of these also have 
moons that you can go to. Kerbin has two moons in Moon, which is M-U-N, so basically our moon. And uh, Minmus, which is basically a smaller, further out moon and a kind of a bit of an a angle. Um, so for Moho, I don't believe Moho has a... No, Moho does not have any moons, but Eve does have a single moon, which is really a captured asteroid, which they call the Gilly. Uh, already talked about Kerbin Duna. Also has a moon, which is known as Ike. Drez, fifth planet, is uh, also not actually, does not actually have a moon. Um, it's fairly small. Jewel is where things get really interesting. It is kind of like Jupiter. It is big. It has five. It has a lot of moons. There's five moons, and I often get these some of these moons mixed up for planets. Um, anyways, there's five moons. There's Lathval, Tylo, Bop, and Pole. Um, so it is definitely one of the more people like going to the jewel system. A lot to explore. And then the farthest um, planet that's actually added as a Christmas gift is a dwarf planet. It is called Elu. It also does not have any moons. Um, it's pretty much in the same size as the moon. It's kind of it's like the Pluto before Pluto got removed from the, I guess, official planets list or whatever. Um, yeah, so it's just a quick overview of things you can do, things I have done. Um, maybe I'll actually go a bit into the cons, some of the things I kind of wish they worked on just a little bit. Mind you, they are just pushing out a new update which will address a good number of these. I know they're redoing doing the UI system currently. Uh, when is it? February 2nd, 2016. Currently, the UI is... It's, oh, it's pretty good, but it definitely could just use a kind of a, a graphical overhaul sort of thing to kind of make it look a little bit nicer, but it functions really well, which is really all that's important. Um, they do have some tutorials, so that's not anything bad. Like, you are literally doing rocket science. Um, I do wish they did have more informational tools that you didn't have to download as mods. I wish they kind of had those in the game so it's less touch and feel, but the mods are easy enough to get, they're easy enough to install, that it's not a, it's not a super big deal. Basically everything that I wish they had in this game, you can get via 
a third-party mod. Um, they have mods which make it like a real solar system, make it harder, make it easier life support, a whole range of, uh, of mods. I'm just actually going to touch briefly. I wasn't actually planning on doing this, but I'm actually going to touch briefly on some of the mods, at least some of the ones that, mods that I currently have installed. Um, so a good one, one that I really like is Stage Recovery. It gives you, uh, normally in the game, stages that you uh, eject off won't be recovered for any money, but in career mode that is slightly not so great, um, because you won't be able to get all your money back, which you probably could have. So stage recovery lets you, if you put enough parachutes on stuff, as you uh, st stayed, go through your stages, you'll be able to recover some funds from that. Probably my favorite mod overall is called Nav HUD. Basically, it takes the in-game nav ball and kind of blows it up into a sphere around you so you can see everything get a bit more detail on what things are and you don't have to kind of just like keep focused on this little nav ball. You can see where you're going and you can see where you're physically going like make sure you're not flying into anything and see which direction you're going all at the same time. I really like it. Some people might not like it but you can turn it on and off fairly easily so it's not too uh, it's not like it's inconvenient really. Uh Another mod that I really, really, really enjoy is Kerbal Alarm Clock. Basically, you can make, you can set it to if you have a certain time that you need to do a burn, or you're leaving the sphere of influence of a certain body. It'll pause your game, tell you what's going on. There's a bunch of different settings, so you don't necessarily have to pause it. It can just slow time down time. I'll tell you what's going on, so you don't miss your burn or miss whatever you were going to do. Um, in terms of kind of just random, not useful mods, <laughs> um, I have one, it's actually, I think, the first mod I, uh, actually installed was Chatterer. Um, your Kerbals don't generally, at least I, I've always had Chatterer installed, actually, so I don't actually know how much is true. Anyways, they kind of gives you some random beeps and general radio chatter from from your Kerbals back to your space center, so it kind of adds a little bit of extra audio, makes it a little bit more engrossing. I find it just helps to like, bring it. I feel more immersed in the... more immersed in what I'm doing when I have this mod on. I, I really enjoy it. And probably my number one mod for parts. It's called KW Rocketry. It is kind of, it isn't being supported by the original developers, but um, the community is kind of keeping it up to speed with the current versions of the game. Adds a bunch of new boosters, new fuel tanks, uh, some fairings, a bunch of new parts, and they all behave a lot nicer than the stock parts. It gives you a bit more difference in their thrust, so they're bit more bit more nicely balanced they look really nice the um 
burning on them is kind of a blue-purple instead of just the orange that it normally is. And probably my... If you're going to do interplanetary transfers, you pretty much have to get... Well, you don't have to get transfer windows planner, but um, definitely helps a lot. If you get transfer window planner, uh, it will tell you when you need to launch to get between, say, Kerbin and Duna. When you need to launch, which direction you need to go, how much fuel you need to get there, how much fuel you'll need to get into a stable orbit, all those sorts of things. It's really handy. Tells you about it in game, so you can just go do it right away. Um, yeah, I really like it. Other mods which I have um, played with are life support mods um, that I really liked. There's a couple life support mods that are based on, or there's some of the life support mods that add space station parts so you can actually make your own actually I did this once is you can make your own like self-sustainable space station it's kind of cool it'll grow food it'll reprocess water um those sorts of things so it's really cool you can, you can do that um i don't have that installed right now so it's a little hard to tell you what it's called it basically it makes the game a little bit more challenging. So yeah, you can do a whole bunch of crazy things. You can land on the moon. I've done that a whole bunch of times. <coughs> Excuse me. Grab some water. You could build rovers if you want. People have built boats out of pieces. You can do whatever you want. Actually, one of my friends once challenged me to try and land on the sun. Um, well, it is possible. It's, it's technically possible to get to the sun. It's not... It's impossible to actually land on it for reasons that probably don't need to be discussed. Um, but it's possible to get there. Um, that was an interesting experiment that was done a year ago. Uh, I think there's still a link to it on my Twitch page. Not totally sure. Um, yeah, I think that was, I think that was everything that I kind of wanted to talk about. I, I, I really enjoy the game. I'd give it probably a nine and a half out of ten. I'm really hesitant to give super high ratings, but it's definitely. Definitely one of my favorite games. I haven't put a ton of time into it, as I, uh, yeah, it can be a kind of a big time sink. So, I haven't put a ton of time into it, but definitely one of my favorite games that I keep going back to, keep playing. Um, so, once again, this has been Pistols for Pandas. Thanks for if you've been listening this far. Thanks for listening. If you have any topics you'd like me to talk about. Tweet at me at Pistols for Pandas. You can use my uh, podcast hashtag, hashtag PandasCast. Um, yeah, I think that about does it for this week. So I'm going to try and do next Tuesday. I think I'm going to try and do kind of thoughts and, impre- thoughts and impressions about The Witness. So you can feel free to stay tuned for that if you've heard about the game at all. If you haven't heard about the game at all, maybe this will persuade you to get it or not to get it. Who knows? 
Uh, anyways, thank you for listening, and I'll see, hear, you'll hear me next week.